Welcome to Ontario County History and Culture. I'm Preston Pierce, and I will be the program moderator today. For the past 37 years, I have been the Ontario County Historian. I teach history here at Finger Lakes Community College, and since 2014, I've also been the museum educator for the Ontario County Historical Society. This podcast is sponsored by the Cheshire Community Action Team, the Ontario County Arts Council, and the Ontario County Historical Society. I'm speaking to you from the Finger Lakes TV podcast studio on the main campus of Finger Lakes Community College. With me in the studio is Judy Cermak, president of the Ontario County Arts Council. Judy, welcome. Good morning. Let me begin by uh, looking at the Arts Council mission statement to promote and strengthen the creative capacity of our community by providing diverse opportunities for arts participation, understanding, and appreciation. So tell me, how has the Council carried out its mission over the years? Well, over the years, uh, the Arts Council has reorganized and grown and has really uh, done a marvelous job in keeping it going. Uh, Back in 1988, it was established. And uh, a group of people, people like Mary Martha Harvey, Will Sherwood, uh, Mary, uh, Ruth Legg, were all people who were um, in, really involved in the arts at their own right and decided that the community needed some way of bringing together uh, these arts. And so that's when they got together and established the Ontario County Arts Council. It was then funded by the state, uh, NISCA, and uh, also uh, by the Ontario County uh, that was gave it matching funds. Uh, interesting that uh, this mission statement that you just read, we still adhere to all of those things, and they and they established those in the beginning. The beginning, they were more in, involved in trying to pull together the uh, people in the arts and also to give out and monitor some of the grants that were available at that time. So that was what they were doing, um, and then, again, certain things happened, and we've reorganized. We talk about the arts, and this may sound like a silly question, but just what are the arts? I know there's performing arts, and there are fine arts. Uh, what part of the arts scene, or, or perhaps all of it, does the Arts Council concern itself with? Well, we hope to concern ourselves with all of it. And here's one good example of what we do. Um, we give a scholarship here to FLCC, and it's uh, two thousand uh, dollars. Last year, they went to the theater arts program. Uh, a, a second year student who is going to be continuing in that field. This year, it went to the visual arts, and next year, it will go to the music department. So, it's kind of shows you the direction in which we're going and that we do all of those um, and sponsor all of those things. Right now, I probably our emphasis is mostly on the visual arts uh, because we have so many places where we exhibit and are putting the uh, visual arts up front, but we still will promote and want to sponsor the other arts in which we say are important to us. In recent years, the Arts Councils worked very closely with the Historical Society. Can you tell us a little bit about how that partnership developed and what the benefits have been? 
Well, that was just a wonderful uh, experience. Let me go back just a little bit that uh, with some of the history. The Ontario County Arts Council, um, after there was a pulling of funds from the state, and then it was kind of a, in a demise situation, uh, the Dottie Mariner was, basically saved the Ontario County Arts Council and said, we'll become, I'll become director, and this will be an all-volunteer organization. And then at that point, it was housed in different locations, and then Finger Lakes Gallery and Frame under Bob Ward and Amy Ward invited us to be there uh, and have an office there. Uh, so that was really great. Um, we had had um, a building uh, where Skip's flooring is right now. We were there for 11 years, and it was called All Things Art. And it was wonderful. However, again, to have some kind of a situation like that uh, takes a lot of money. And being an all-volunteer, it also was pretty hard on some of us that it became too much. So when we were now without something, all right, it was a uh, an opportunity to kind of expand and see what we can do. One day I walked into the Historical Society and to see an exhibit, and Ed Varno tapped me on the shoulder and said, how would you like to exhibit here in the North Gallery? And I about fainted, and I thought, oh my gosh, what a wonderful opportunity. And from that point, we really have grown, uh, especially with our visual artists have decided that it was important to become part of the Arts Council. So that's been really a wonderful uh, marriage, I guess, or a partnership with the Historical Society. We uh, will put on th- uh, three shows coming up uh, in April. The first one is called Colors of Our World, and they all have a a nice kind of a theme to them. So that's the beginning of the first shows, as I said, in April, starting then. That's a opportunity that I think has benefited not only the council and accomplishing its mission, also benefited the historical society, but it benefits as well the artists themselves because much of what is displayed up there is actually for sale. So it gives them an opportunity to uh, make some money, if you will, from the their uh, pursuit of the arts, the visual arts in particular. Yes, it is. It's a wonderful opportunity for everybody. And the thing I'd like to mention, though, too, it's an opportunity for the community to come in and see the talented artists who are in our community, what they do, the variety of ideas. Uh, When we have our theme shows, it's one of those things where uh, people go, oh, I I just can't imagine how they came up with that idea. So they're they're excited to see what we do. Uh, The openings uh, bring in a lot of people. There's some people who've never been in the building before, and this is the first time that they'll actually come in, and then they'll they'll revisit. And then they get to see on one side, on the south side, on the south gallery, they'll see the uh, exhibits. Right now, there's uh, Prohibition. And then they'll come and see what's going on on the other side, which might be our art show. And then, uh, in fact, currently, right now, uh, they'll be setting up the suffragette um, I believe that's it, isn't it, uh, Preston? Right, right. They're installing that in the North Gallery right now. They're going to open up uh, in a couple of weeks. Right. And then, of course, right now, too, we can see Preston's trains, uh, which is always kind of fun. But the thing that happened uh, this year, too, is that the uh, board, the Historical Society's board, decided to go on and chip in with us when we did our uh, 
uh, Christmas program. And we, it was a wonderful event where families came in, they got to see uh, Santa, and they had a special um, a little area where uh, children could uh, buy presents um, for a quarter and um, very nice presents. And then they had ice cream sundaes. And it was a wonderful event bringing not only the community together, but also the Historic Society and the Arts Council working together. And this was, uh, I think, something that we hope to see continue. Does the Arts Council work with other galleries around the county or around the region? Well, one of the things that we do is that uh, we are part of the um, gathering of the galleries in downtown, okay? And that has uh, been really very beneficial. Uh, we help them with, um, and, well, they help us. We all get together and say, okay, this is what we're going to do this month or this week and uh, have gallery openings um there's one called the Golden Palette that we were uh, involved with where people come around and we stamp their um, little passport and then they I can get a, a wonderful gift uh, if they've gone to all of the galleries. So we coordinate with that. Then we also, with some of the other places, uh, Newark uh, has a Wayne County Arts Council and we are very involved with them. And currently, we are now going to be involved with the uh, Fort Hill Performing Arts Center, in which we'll be hanging some artwork there. It's my understanding they're going to have a an inaugural concert there this weekend? Yes. In fact, the Arts Council has been invited on the 10th. And uh, we'll be there uh, celebrating the beginning of the uh, the openings of, of this uh, wonderful space. I've seen that. Uh, reminiscing about it, I spent three years of my high school life in that building. And uh, I have to say, the, oddly enough, the only thing I miss are the wooden seats. I'm probably the only person you'll ever meet who liked those wooden seats. But anyway, they've done a great job with that, and I wish them and, and uh, your role up there a great amount of luck in, in pulling that off and making it happen. Well, we're excited about that opportunity. And again, it's one more opportunity for artists to uh, put their work and have it seen by a different audience. So uh, we're constantly moving things around and doing that type of thing for the community. I see more uh, public artwork being looked into. I think that we'll be supportive of those kind of efforts. They, again, I'm always saying that we can reorganize. We've got a very creative team, and we take up those opportunities to uh, try different things. One of the things that is going on in the community, we uh, have a variety of places, I think there's 10, in which are called the rotating exhibits. And this is at different places like uh, Lattimore uh, Physical Therapy. You hang your artwork there for three months and then people get to see it. If they want to purchase it, they can. But it's at uh, the banks and it's at, um, as I said, uh, hearing centers, um, different um, the regional health, um, all a variety of places, and they pay a small fee for us to come in and hang the work. So again, a wonderful opportunity for artists to uh, get their artwork seen. For me, I really feel that exhibiting is in a very important part of being an artist. Um, you can create in your studio, but then when you get it out there, you really need to then have a some kind of a presentation of your artwork and having those other people react to it and see what they think about it. And also with the other artists, they get to see what you're doing and you get to see what they're doing and you get stimulated by those different ideas. I've seen a lot of artwork hanging in various restaurants in the area. And I've often thought that that was a great opportunity when people are sitting there relaxing 
looking about on the walls, and they, they may well see something that they really enjoy and uh, they hadn't really thought about. Maybe they'll even think about making a purchase before they leave, or at least take notice of who the artist is. One of the things I did want to mention today also is the the role of uh, Dottie Mariner. Um, Dottie Mariner was a unique person who really came through with saving the Arts Council when the funds were pulled from the uh, council. And she um, not only loved the arts, but she was a patron. And I think that that's one of the things where we need to tell people that maybe you don't sing or dance or you're not one of those, but you sh- the support of the arts is very, very important to come and see what's going on, to once in a while purchase something or get tickets to the theater or come hear a concert. Those things are equally as important as those people who are making those things. So to me, having people um, respond to the arts is crucial. And so we need to have that aspect also of people, as I said, being patrons. Dottie um, really pushed forward with some of these ideas and was um, a a good example. So then when she passed away, uh, there was uh, a legacy for us. And that's how come we were able now to uh, give out scholarships. With that said, I think that it's important for people to think about what opportunities they have to be involved in the arts. There's a nice gallery here at FLCC, the Williams Insulaco Gallery. Do you work at all with them? We did have an exhibit, uh, a member's exhibit here at one point, and hoping to have another one coming up maybe next year. Uh, It's important for us to move the artwork around so people can see it in different locations. I believe I mentioned that earlier that it's you need to have a different audiences so that some people who may not be able to be um, downtown and don't see the things there, they'll see something some other place. So, um, in fact, we have a show coming up in February at Wood Library, and they've been very supportive of the arts also. They have a show, uh, ongoing shows on the third floor. Right. I've seen those. They uh, feature visual arts, uh, including photography and Lots of other media up there. You mentioned public art. Uh, I take that to mean statues and uh, murals and that sort of thing uh, that are out for the public to see, very often outdoors. Do you recall any of those specifically that the Arts Council has been involved with that are uh, in the area here? Well, we've helped with different funding for some of them, but however, the one that uh, the Seneca statue, which is down on the um, Eastern Boulevard, the corner there, is a very important one. I was directly involved with that. However, uh, and the Arts Council also contributed to the funding of that. It's a major piece. Um, We feel that there should be, I shouldn't say we, I, I think that that's true. However, myself personally, I think a city that has public art is a healthy city. Uh, you need to see like the be- beautiful murals that are on the sides of some of the buildings. Um, different. We've got these talented people like Amy Colburn, who is uh, did. There's one on the back of the old Murphy's um, uh, tire station, um, and there's the one on the Crown uh, Jewelry Store on the side there, a beautiful mural that was put together by a variety of artists, but under the direction of Amy Colburn. That type of thing in the, in the statue by Wayne Williams, um, the Seneca statue, 
our major uh, additions and uh, help with people coming to see our, our beautiful city. Another one is the Thompson's statue there, Frederick Thompson and Mary Clark Thompson. I don't know whether you were involved with that or no, not. No, we weren't. That was definitely done by the Thompson Hospital uh, group, I believe. Um, but uh, Mayor Palamini, um, she uh, donated a, a small statue. It's uh, two children sitting and right reading there, a book. Right there uh, by the parking lot next exactly. to Simply Crepes. Mm-hmm, exactly. So, uh, But I look to see this um, is going forward, more of this type of thing uh, happening in our city. Um, we are becoming known as for the arts. There's so many galleries downtown. Um, so that's, it seems to be a natural. Many people may not realize that 100 years ago, Canandaigua was uh, a really artsy town. There were a number of resident, what I'll call full-time professional artists uh, <clears throat> who practiced, produced their work in the town. And then things seemed to die out at mid-century, and now they've been revived Uh there's, there's really quite a long historical precedent for the arts in Canandaigua and Ontario County. And it's nice to see that they have moved away from the lakeshore. I am fortunate to have several pieces of artwork, uh, two of which were handed down from my grandmother, that portray the lakeshore. But it's nice to go to some of these shows and see uh, a variety of subjects that are being uh, put into <clears throat> the visual arts. Well, one of the things that is really nice, too, is that not only uh, it's not just the, the same type of material being used all the time, watercolor, oil paint, uh, you know, pastels, acrylics. In fact, acrylics are fairly new. I mean, they, they were new to me. But now there's other kinds of materials that people are using, and that's exciting. And other, other methods, uh, collages and, and a variety of uh, things that people were like, oh, wow, I never thought about using that that way. So those are inspiring to see that type of thing and, and the variety of subjects that people will uh, use. The The arts are growing. I think it's, uh, uh, I think maybe it's something in our water here, but we have so many, many, many artists. Uh, it's just amazing. And they're, they're all very skilled in what they do. What are the goals for the future? that the Arts Council has set for itself? Growth, again, you know, building up our base of people who uh, support us, I think is a goal. Uh, I'm very confident with some of the people who are on our board that we have good leadership so that I see that in the next five years, you know, that will change around. Um, Just, again, the reorganizing and um, being optimistic about what we can do and where we're going to go is important. I know that many of the historical societies have formal membership programs. If you wanted to become a member of the Ontario County Historical Society, all you need to do is just ask at the desk or call in, and there's a form to fill out and a small fee to become a member. How do you become a member of the Arts Council? Well, it's very easy, too. You just uh, go to our website. Um, it's uh, ocarts.org, and there's a membership uh, paper you can download. Uh, it's only $25. It, there's no, like, different levels. $25, and you're in for the year. So it's a great opportunity uh, for people to become uh, members and to support the arts. I think that, um, especially for the arts people, uh, now you can be in all of our exhibits for that $25 because you have to be a member to exhibit with us. What other kinds of fundraising does the Arts Council get involved with? 
Well, we used to do spaghetti opera, and that's with, the one I was thinking about. <laughs> and that was a, a very good money maker for us. Um, and uh, that has now we no longer do that because in on the lake is now closed. That was the last time we were doing it was there uh, when we moved out of the All Things Art Building. That's where we went to do spaghetti opera. Uh, we do have some other types of things we do. Every now and then we will do uh, a play. Um, in fact, Reader's Theater is something new that we have come up with. And um, we had a good response to that. And I see that we'll be doing that again this coming year. Great. Well, I want to thank you very much for your participation today. It's been very interesting. The Arts Council is something you hear about. But unless you actually know one of the artists, it's been my experience that uh, you don't actually see the council. Uh, you do what you do at the museum and in stores and restaurants and, and out where the public is. And it's been a great to hear about the Arts Council and to uh, find out about all the things that you do and your plans for the future. Well, thank you. Um, I do think that uh, people will know more about us as we keep being in different locations. Um, we don't see ourselves as actually being in a home just yet. So uh, we use our funds for supporting the arts. Is that one of your goals down the road to find a permanent location for the council? For me, no. <laughs> uh, we'll... I, th I believe that we I like having those funds available to be able to give out grants and to support things like the scholarship and other things on that idea, because having your own space costs, costs quite a bit of money. And so our money is well spent with the supporting of the arts. Well, again, thank you very much. Thank you. This is Preston Pierce. I'm here with George Heron, co-creator of the Ontario County History and Culture Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed the second episode as much as I've enjoyed my conversation with Judy. You know, Preston, what's really struck me was behind-the-scenes role of the Arts Council. When you check out an exhibit or attend a concert, you don't always think about the work in the background to make it happen. And I think that's what makes the organizations like the Arts Council so valuable to the greater Canandaigua community. George, I agree about the importance of these grassroots activities and the quality of life in our county. Next week, we'll take a broader look at the state's role in supporting history and the arts. And like you, I'm looking forward to doing it. Thank you. Thanks, George. Thank you to our listeners. From the Finger Lakes Television Studio at Finger Lakes Community College, we wish you a great day.